Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. I am your host, Isaiah, and I'm joined by... Steven. Charlie. And this week we're playing Sonic Advance 2 for the Game Boy Advance. I thought you were going to say Game Gear. <laughs> for the Sega Game Boy Advance. So, can I say something real quick? Mm-hmm. Because we've been, like, dodging this for, like, two or so games, and it's kind of a big thing. But, like, we have been playing Sonic on, like, non-Sega hardware. Yeah. Yes. Well, technically we could have been playing it on the Dreamcast before, but... Right, but, like, even with Sonic Advance, that was the first thing, and... God, if you're gonna play Sonic Adventure 2 on the Dreamcast, God help you, Jesus, but... Yeah, basically. It, it's just It's just weird. And also, like the past era that we covered, there's, like, too many handheld games, but I'm gonna <laughs> drop that right now. Anyway, let's talk about the game. I think the ratio is pretty evenly split from here on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because this is the period where my brain tells me that we sort of drop away from the 2D side-scrollers, but we still have a lot of 2D side-scrollers. Yeah, Dimps basically keeps the side-scrolling, like, as a part of Sonic for the next... all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Up, in, up until really, like, boom, I guess, right? Yeah. That's where we kind of stop having 2D games. Well, I think... Yeah, I think Colors for the DS was the last. No, because Generations had a oh, Generations, had a handheld right. port too, right? Generations was like Sonic Rush and whatever, yeah. So yeah, the company that makes this game is Dimps, and as we mentioned before, they made Sonic Advance and they also made Sonic Pocket Adventure, sort of the same. The same developers probably did. And going forward, they'll be handling basically all of the 2D handheld Sonic games as well as the handheld ports for like the the Sonic Colors of the world. Yeah, I'd never played Sonic Advance 2 before, but I had played Sonic Rush, and this, like, playing this game sort of bridges the gap in my brain from Sonic Pocket Adventure to Sonic Rush, because yeah. a lot of the a lot of the gameplay editions, I'm like, oh, this is this is Sonic Rush, but like before Sonic Rush. It, it's yeah. it's so weird how similar to Sonic Rush it is, just from just like from Sonic Advance one. Also, yeah, I just right. wanted to mention, yeah, they've done basically every handheld game, including Lost World, and they also did Sonic 4 and the Wii PS2 version of Unleashed. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of actually interested to play Sonic 4, because I never really played that game when it came out. Yeah. I think I tried it at Isaiah's house a couple of times, but I'm interested to see if I like it more than critics did, because I'm a huge fan of the Dimps-style Sonic 2D games. Well, it's it's act that's actually especially interesting, because my biggest complaint when I played Sonic 4 was that it was too slow, so it didn't really feel appropriate for Sonic. And now, Sonic Advance 2, my biggest complaint is that it might be too fast. Yeah. Well, let's get into it then. Yeah. So, the gameplay of this game is definitely, like, largely the same from Sonic Advance. It's a lot of the same, like, Sonic 2 and 3 inspired gameplay elements. You've got the moves from Sonic Adventure still, like the somersault, and Tails has his, like, tail spin and stuff like that. Obviously, they still serve different purposes. And I don't know if this was in the previous game, because I was never able to do it, but in this game, Sonic can do, like, a homing attack, which is weird? Yeah. yeah. He either does the insta-shield or do a homing attack, but he will not do a homing attack on an item box. Yeah. Yeah, I was mad about that. 
Well, and I think that that has to do more with the fact that item boxes in this game function differently than they ever have before, which yeah. is well, you can hit them. You can hit them without spinning. You can just walk into them or fall into them, and you still get their item. Well, yeah. right. It's it's more similar to uh, the 3D games where you can just walk into an item box and it breaks. I guess you can do that, but I've never really I've never walked into them before. I always like homing attack in 3D games. Right. But you're right. You can. I feel like it would be better if you could homing attack into them. I just, I, th I don't think that the homing attack has actually worked into the gameplay very well in this game, because you can't homing attack bosses. Yeah, that's, it, yeah. it is upsetting to me that you can homing attack in this game, and then with the bosses, you just can't. Well, it's, it's weird, in, because there's a new character called Cream, and she has basically a homing attack, and that works fine, because that's the only <laughs> way she can attack, but, like, yeah. Sonic is just like, no, I'm gonna insta-shield. Yeah. So yeah, the, the homing attack doesn't work very well. It it also like can miss, and then you just get hit by the enemy you're going to a homing attack into. So it's not very good, basically is what I'm getting at. But this game features a lot of like other things from Sonic Adventure. Like rails function much better now. The the space where you can hit them and actually get onto the rails much larger. It's still not big enough, I don't think, but it's a huge improvement. Yeah, it's vastly improved from the previous game. There's also a lot of situations where, instead of having to jump onto them, you just walk, and then the ground ends and the rail begins, so you're just walking onto the rail. Yeah, with the exception of one level, that's the case. I really do not like the rails in this game. I think that the rails would be completely fine in this game if you could land on them anywhere and yeah. actually start grinding, but because yeah. of... I feel like the reason they do that is so you can get off them and drop down, but like... Why do you want to drop down, first of all? Yeah, also, there's ways to program it where after you land on it the first time, if you jump, you just fall through. Like, that's yeah. not that hard. Yeah. They've done that in Sonic games before, so. But, yeah, the the rails are a thing. There's also ramps that you can jump off of, the same way you can do with the ramps in City Escape, and I'm sure there are other levels, but I only remember them from City Escape, where right, basically, if you get to the tip of it, and you hit the A button, it launches you further. And I didn't actually... Yeah, it doesn't really show you very well. Yeah. And there's, like, a level, and I guess I'll probably talk about that later, where it just, like, if you don't make the jump, you're basically screwed for the rest of the level. <laughs> yes, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. But yeah. I'll, 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 we'll get back to that. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, there's a really particular timing to it, and it can screw you in certain areas, and we'll talk about that more in a minute. But they also have these little, like... It's like a circle with like two prongs coming out of it, and if you grab onto it, you'll spin in like a circle, and depending on when you hit the A button, you'll be launched in a direction. And that is kind of like some things in Sonic Adventure as well. There's the little bars that you have like the the red streak, and if you hit the A button during that, it sends you somewhere good. But these work worse because they don't really explicitly tell you A, where they're going to throw you, and B, where you want to be thrown. Yeah. Oh, so this is like the swinging poles from, like, Sonic Adventure 2? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking okay. about. But in this game, they're like a little node that you hang on to. I think that future Sonic games do this a little bit better with, like, the cannons, but we'll get to that. I mean, it's like you have to, like, you have to press A at the moment you're perpendicular of the direction you want to go in the clockwise form or counterclockwise formation. It's... Yeah, but I felt like, for me, I had to hit it a little bit earlier. Yeah. It, it feels like it doesn't throw you the way you would expect to be thrown. Yeah, it, it, it definitely feels a little bit off. Yeah, I, I do like it theoretically, though, because I think it's a good way to maintain momentum while also giving you a second to look around. Yeah. I just think that it can be implemented slightly better. Well, and also, I don't feel like it actually does 
maintain momentum because it's not like there's the there's a similar mechanic in uh, Mushroom Hill Zone and Sonic and Knuckles, uh, but that the speed at which you move with that is based on the speed you were moving when you ran into it, and that's not the case in this game. I mean, you're also accessing it from the ground, so it's like mm-hmm. I don't. It doesn't really make that much of a difference, but I, I feel safer. It's like in a more controlled environment, and it's you usually get there with enough momentum anyway. Yeah. yeah, I never felt that I was going to miss one of these, though. I don't think that they're placed poorly in yeah. the most cases. Well, they're they're big enough that they're a pretty easy target. So oh, yeah, their hitbox is way bigger than the one in Sonic 3. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if you spin dash to him, you just miss him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad in Sonic, Advent- Sonic Adventure 3. Oh, tears. <laughs> well, the reason I think that they're good for mo- maintaining momentum is because of the next mechanic I was going to talk about, which is in this game, if you move at top speed for a certain amount of time you suddenly get this little after image, which is basically just like the same sprite of your character, but they're like colored based on your character. So it's like an even more blue Sonic or an even more orange cream or more yellow tails or more red knuckles, the other characters in this game. And they sort of run after you. And the longer you stay in that mode, you basically get to a second top speed, which is obscenely fast. And if you interact with level elements like springs or the spinny guys or the ramps you can maintain that little after image and even if you go a little bit slower as long as you don't like go below a certain speed the having the after image basically makes it easier to get back to your top speed yeah so hitting those little spinners even though they do slow you down a little bit as long as you like hold to the right after coming out of them or the left or whichever direction you're going you won't lose your after image and you'll build up speed really quickly yeah. So that's why I think they still help you maintain momentum while giving you a second to look around. It reminds yeah. me a lot of the the signs in Sonic CD, where once you pass one, when you're going a certain speed, you have this sort of, like, effect following you. And as long as you're going roughly fast enough for that, then, then you don't lose it. But once you stop moving, you do lose it. Yeah, but in this case, it feels a lot more global because it's easier to achieve, basically. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, most of the most of the level elements let you sort of maintain that, and I think it's cool to be rewarded that way for going fast. Mm, and right. I think that this game, for a lot of it, does the Sonic Pocket Adventure thing, where the game just encourages you to push right. And if you, there are a lot of stages in this game where if you just hold right, you can beat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mind. I don't mind because this game has a new system for getting Chaos Emeralds, which is you have to find these secret rings. Basically a precursor to the modern red rings. Yeah, they call them SP rings, right? Yeah. special rings? Probably. I I definitely remember looking at the results screen and being like, why am I getting points for springs? (laughs) Okay. All right. By by the way... Yeah? This is kind of just like the... um, so we mentioned, so you know how, like, you don't have to spin ball into the items? Yeah. Like, it, it helps you go fast. The, the, they basically do the same thing with the springs, which is also similar to 3D games, where you just can run into them. Because in previous, uh, in Sonic Advance 1, and basically the classic games, it's just like, if you run into a spring, you're just pushing against it. But this time it's like, you instantly bounce up. You're not, like, expecting to predict a dr- jump or anything. It's just, boom. Yeah. It feels a lot more like the level is is pushing you towards where you want to go. But what I like about this game is that it kind of brings back the the idea of like top levels, middle levels, and lower levels. 
Yeah. And Sonic Advance kind of had that, but it felt that if you fell down, you were basically, like, banished <laughs> from the top. Yeah, you're a lot less trapped in this game. Yeah, in this game, it feels like the middle gives you a lot of these little redemption things, where basically if you screw up something on the top level, the second level will give you roughly the same challenge, and if you get it right, it'll shoot you back up to the top level. And I think that all of this really just helps, like, maintain the speed that the game wants you to have. And I... I don't know, it really, it really like, gets me. I enjoy, like, just pushing right for a while, because it's nice to see what the game can do, and then the times when it asks you to hit the A button early on, it feels pretty fair. Yeah. So, like, for the first four stages, I'd say, I really enjoyed this game in general, and I like how Sonic plays in it especially, because this game feels like it was better designed for Sonic himself than the previous one. Yeah. And I also, like... I don't know. I like the idea of having the seven rings in the level. I think seven is way too many. <laughs> seven is definitely too many. I collected five once, and I was like, I hope there aren't any more. Turns out there are seven. Yeah, I, I wish that they maybe put like ten in there. And maybe they did, and I just didn't find them. But it feels like there's exactly seven, and some of them seem to be on the middle path or the lower path. Yeah, it's especially because... The levels are so huge, and there are so many different routes in them. Like, I think there are more routes in these levels than there have been in Sonic games. Yeah, yeah. it seems like there's almost, like, five routes per level sometimes. And that's crazy, because you're supposed to figure out where seven of these rings are per stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the one gameplay mechanic that's global that I don't think works as well as I wish it would. Or, at minimum, you're supposed to find seven per stage once every two acts. Yeah, I'd rather be searching for a random spring. Yeah, this game does also have a stage select like the previous two games. Yeah. But the difference here is that when you game over, you can't start from any act except for act one unless you've already completed a zone's boss. So I feel yeah. like it's a lot less fair in that regard. It's also on a map, which is really nice. It's yeah, like yeah there, there's a map. cool map. It's an extremely linear map. Like, you, you travel through it by pressing left and right. But it still does allow you to visualize the progress in a in a geographical sense, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It also has this cool thing where the final couple zones are not visible on the map at first. Yeah. So it like kind of pans, and that's kind of fun to sort of discover. Uh huh. So so we haven't mentioned the added trick mechanic. Is there a trick oh, mechanic? Oh, okay. Yes, there is, but it's it's not. It's kind of obfuscated in a way that it's it's it never is not told later. to you. <laughs> It's, it's the precursor, as we've said. It's the precursor. Yeah, so if, if you are leaping off of a ramp or a spring and you hit R, uh, you can do a, a little trick which allows you to slightly change your momentum. So if you're hitting uh, left and you hit R, then you'll go slightly faster to the left. And I think it also depends on the character a little bit uh, exactly how it changes your momentum. Sonic as well yes, does, this, does. does this kick that I believe does damage. Yeah, it's actually really important. Yeah. Uh, and if you press up, then it, it essentially acts as a, as a slightly worse second jump. So that allows you to get to areas that you wouldn't otherwise be able to access. From what I remember, there is only, like, really one time that the game evidences that there's even a way to get higher than a normal jump. And it's not, like, it's really, really weird. And there's no other reason to hit the R button, right? I mean... So, the, it, it pretty much just helps you with platforming if you're a little bit worse at platforming. 
Well, no, uh, but I mean, there's no other, like, hitting R in any other instance doesn't oh, do yeah. anything, right? That's that's the only thing the R button does. And as far as yeah. I can tell, the L button doesn't do anything. Yeah, and the game doesn't say do a trick the way it will later. Yeah. So, like, it's it's not it's not great. But you also don't need it, really. There's only one time I think you absolutely need it to get somewhere. Yeah. There might be stuff later on. I never actually beat the game. I got to, like, the sixth stage? Which, what, do you know what it was called? Techno, techno time? Oh, you got that far. Oh, you got to you got to the crazy gadget, but slightly greener level. Yeah, it's also a lot better than crazy gadget. Aha, debatable. Not, no, it's way better than crazy gadget. <laughs> I never, I never fell through the space. You never, you never like flipped a switch, changed gravity, and then fell upwards through space to your eternal death. Yeah, I also never had to homing attack onto the wall. That's fair. Having to homing attack at a thing that is not an enemy in Sonic Adventure 2 is the most stressful thing that the game asks you to do, for sure. It feels like any degree of change could just send you into space at any point in that level, it's awful. Anyway, I think that, other than that, the only thing that I really want to mention before we move on to, like, character specifics is the time attack. Mm -hmm. Which, again, for some reason, they have not added letter ranks. But they do have, like, a gold, silver, bronze situation, so I guess if you had, like, a sibling that you were sharing this game with, which I feel like is a thing that a lot of people had with the Game Boy. Yeah. And advance and going forward. I, I think that, like, it would be cool to see, like, oh, my time is the gold time, but you can't even leave your name on it, so it's like, I don't know, it just feels kind of pointless. It basically just keeps three of your best times. Yeah. I, I really wish that we had the letter system from Sonic Pocket Adventure. I don't I don't know why they had it there, and then they saw that it worked in Sonic Adventure 2, and then they don't bring it back in the handheld games for a while. It's a bit silly. Yeah. Also, there's no, like... Th there's still no reason to do it. You don't get rewarded with anything. And even less so than in Sonic Advance, the first one, because you don't... Your rings don't go to a child garden in this one. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the achievement in this game just feels kind of pointless. But yeah, as Sonic, if you play through the game and you beat certain bosses... Eggman is basically holding your friends captive, and whenever you free one of your friends from a boss, you can play as that friend. Well, two are, cap <laughs> two are captive, one of them seems to be working against you. Oh, wait, uh, how do you unlock Knuckles? Because I never got that far. <laughs> wait, how did you not get... How did? Wait, hold on a second. Oh, wait, or did you get to Techno Gadget with someone else? Yeah. I am unlocking Knuckles literally as we speak. Yeah, Knuckles okay, is yeah. piloting the machine in the end of Sky Canyon or whatever instead of Eggman. Yeah, I got the Techno Gadget as Cream. Right. I, I noticed because I went there, I went there as <laughs> I went there as Cream, and I'm like, oh, that's Eggman. And I guess I don't find Knuckles here. And then I go with it, go to it as Sonic. I'm like, oh, he is just being the bad guy for no reason again. Like, I guess I guess that's what I appreciate about Mecha Knuckles, where it's like. Oh, you're not fighting Knuckles this time. You're just fighting a robot because Knuckles decided not to work with him. But now, oh, no, here he is again. And I don't know if there's any narrative reason. Isaiah, please let us know if you beat the boss so I can have some narrative. Because after you unlock a character, you do get, like, a little a visual dialogue. novel? Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> a visual novel. So I just got through that visual novel, and Knuckles is like, Hey, Sonic, you suck. And Eggman, er, Sonic's like, I can't believe you let Eggman trick you again. And Knuckles is like, oh... Uh, and then Sonic leaves. <laughs> this is like this is like what the sixth. Yeah, I I can't I can't I can't handle that. I can't handle that after all we've it been is through. Literally, exactly implied. Eggman was like, "Hey, Knuckles, Sonic's the bad guy." And Knuckles goes, "I okay, I believe you." That's Wait, it. How many times is this? Because there's Sonic three. Yeah, Sonic three. And there's Sonic Chaos, right? Yeah. 
Did it happen that? in Pocket Adventure? Yes, you do fight Knuckles in Pocket Adventure. It also happens in Adventure. Yes, it happens in regular Adventure. In Adventure 2, he's like, I'm going to do my own thing, but I'm not going to punch Sonic or anything. He's still pretty, like, antagonistic in a lot of his, I mean, his mannerisms, Yeah, though. like, taking care of the shuttle and whatever, but, like... Yeah, he, he still seems like a douche. <laughs> I know, but I'm just, like, tired of him just, like... Well, it's one thing if he's fighting him, it's another thing if he's being tricked by Eggman again. Yeah, and yeah. I just... That's the bit that really gets me. Yeah, it's pretty inexcusable at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Knuckles, you're not bright, but at least have some, like, pattern recognition. Yeah, if we're talking about bad character traits as well, I really hate what Tails is now. Like, now now? Well, like, in this game and in Adventure, and even in Adventure 2, kind of. He's a lot better in Adventure 2. But, like, in Adventure, they basically took the idea of Tails being, like, not quite as fast as Sonic, but still holding his own, and turned that into Tails as Sonic's disgusting little boy shadow that, like, doesn't do his job right until, until the end of Sonic Adventure. And that acts as if it's character development. But, like, you can beat Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 as Tails, implying that Tails is capable of, like, doing anything Sonic can do. Whereas in Sonic Adventure, it's like, oh, he just barely made it. And then in Sonic Adventure 2, he can't beat the final boss, which is fine. Like, obviously, not everyone can beat the final boss in future Sonic games because the characters don't just play the same story. Yeah. But, like, in Adventure 2, he kind of holds his own against Eggman, which is neat because he's sort of dealing with his own problems. But in this game, like... His last line is watching Sonic leave, and he's like, wait up! Not, like, excited to run after him, the way he is in the first two games he appears. Yeah. I don't know, there's just, like, I like the idea of Tails being, like, an aspirational kid that's still super fast. And, I don't know, I just feel like they nerfed Tails really hard, and from here on out, Tails is just sort of, like, this dork that follows Sonic around. As opposed to, like, a cool guy that is also smart. Yeah. So, I wanted to make this bit when we finished Sonic Adventure 2, where I was going to say, alright guys, this is the last Sonic game that ever came out, we're done. <laughs> and that just kind of reinforced my opinion on that, but like, I just wanted to say that because I'm just not feeling this game. It's a it's a good <laughs> bit that this is the last Sonic game, and I, I feel like I like the idea of doing that bit for literally every Sonic game. <laughs> yeah. Or at least all the ones that we like. <laughs> no, just all of them. <laughs> it does certainly feel like it. Like, Sonic feels like the apocalypse every time a Sonic game comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do we want to talk about the characters? Yeah, so... Yeah, I was trying to transition for you. So I haven't been able to play as Knuckles yet, uh, being that I unlocked him uh, a couple minutes ago. Well, I feel like there's no difference, but I, I, I honestly did not even play as Tails, because I figured, oh, he's going <laughs> to be the same. Like, I don't know yeah. if there's a difference between Tails and Knuckles in this game, but... There might as well not be. I mean, everyone has a unique trick animation, so seeing that is cool, but yeah, yeah, basically there's no difference, really. There's no need to... They also can all grind now. It's like not just a Sonic and Amy thing. Yeah, that was was weird last time. That was the other thing that was weird, was that those elements were still in the level, but you just couldn't interact with them as Tails. So, uh... Or Knuckles. uh, Charlie, have you played as Knuckles? I haven't even locked Knuckles. Okay, so let me tell you something something about Knuckles. Uh, he no longer has a three-punch combo. He just punches? He punches twice when you hit the button once. Oh. And that's the yeah, whole he does bit. The... Sonic is the same way. Sonic's somersault oh, that's used to right. be a two-button thing, but in this version, it's just like, he rolls and then slides. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, which is fine, I guess. That looks like the only difference they made to... No- oh, no, hold up. His uppercut is what happens if you do a trick 
while holding up. Well, that's just a trick. Right, but it's an uppercut, which is cool. Right, is there is there two different tricks? Like, one if you hold right and one if you hold up? Uh, yeah, oh, actually, uh, there's also a trick if you hold down. It's just that I've literally never had a reason to do that. Oh, never mind. It's just uh, the same thing that happens if you press down and B. <laughs> you mean you fall out of the sky? Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that Sonic games still have a button for falling out of the sky. Wait, what do you yeah. mean? Like, if you hit down and B for most characters, you just unspin dash? Oh. Yeah. Well, like, I feel like when you hit an item box, you just do that too. Well, yeah, but that's fine, because that's hitting something. Like, it's stopping your momentum. Like, I get it. It makes right. sense. H hitting a button to stop your momentum in midair almost serves no purpose, and it doesn't look cool because there's no unique animation. Yeah. yeah. So, so Sonic also, uh, speaking of that, uh, Sonic, if you hit B well in the air, he'll do the, the friggin' ball bounce thing. Except that he actually will do a unique animation, which is cool, but it does completely stop your momentum, making it pretty much worthless. So I've, it's I've also, it doesn't do the thing it. that it does in Adventure, where it bounces you higher, and yeah. that's the reason it's bad. Like, if it bounces you higher, then I'd be fine with, like, sacrificing momentum for a better jump, but it just doesn't do that. It puts you to a complete stop, and then, like, forces you downwards in, like, in an offensive way. Like, it, it <laughs> if there's an enemy, n not in, like, a, I'm offended that it happened, but, like, if an enemy is below you, you can do this to hurt them, but also, you can just, like fall and hurt him that way instead because you can only do this when you're already in a ball so it takes the same amount of time because you're in the air for a second before you actually start moving down so is this essentially just like a stomp then from what yeah, i'm gathering it's, it's yeah it's pretty much a stomp yeah well it's kind of the same as like sonic's drop from sonic adventure 2 but like the difference is that it doesn't do anything right yeah it, but it's more of the stop this thing is literally the beginning of end beginning of the end for Sonic. This is just it's just turning into Rush which turns into Unleashed and we're doing we're done. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rush does not just turn directly into Unleashed. <laughs> there's a second Rush game and then there's the great like Listen, man. support. It's it's we're done. We're doomed. We're anyway. not Okay. <laughs> so Tails is the same. Like though. I said, the death of Sonic every time. Tails Tails is actually exactly the same cuz he didn't have a combo. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah. he has a trick, but he doesn't. He doesn't have a an ability in the air when you press B. He glides and or not glides. He flies and then he runs out of stamina and falls, etc. Yeah, and that's it. What What was the other character? It's cream. Uh, cream. Cheese. Cheese. Cream and cheese. Cheese. Cheese is actually the character. So cream uh, is great. You unlock her after the first boss. It's the first yes. boss, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the first boss. The, yeah. the hammer boy. And after you sort of free her from her cage, she, like, falls slowly and then, like, grabs onto Sonic's uh, quill as he's running. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Cheese grabs onto her flopping ear. Yeah. It's it's very good. Cream and Cheese together as one character is excellent. We should probably note that Cream is a rabbit and Cheese is one of the little blue guys, a chow. Yeah. Uh, it's a chow with a bow tie. Oh yeah, he does have a bow tie. They're actually, like for real, their animations are extremely cute for like everything they do. Which is Yeah, they are the best. The cheese is there to help Cream cope with the loss of her mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you um... friggin' unlock her and she's like, oh wait, my mother's still in danger. I have to save her. And then you do this, You like when you play as Cream, you're on a completely separate adventure from everybody else narratively. 
Yeah. Because nobody else is even aware of Cream's yeah. mother. Well, Sonic is. Is he? I haven't. I haven't read the. Manual. Well, because Sonic, because Sonic rescued her. He's like, oh crap, my mom is missing. Help me get my mom back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vanilla the rabbit, by the way. Cream, vanilla ice cream, vanilla cheese cream, cream cheese. God damn it. That's good. It's worse when we get Choco or whatever the guy's name is for Sonic Heroes, but we'll get there. So Cream plays similarly to Tails, but kind of better in every single way. So for one she thing, she can't fly as long. Yeah. Oh, she can't fly as long. Okay. Yeah, she can't fly as long. Something she can do though is if you hit B while she's flying, she'll stop flying and fall faster, and that just is is useful because it doesn't destroy your momentum. In fact. You actually can't fly as quickly as you can fall horizontally, if that makes sense. Like, when you when you fly, your horizontal top speed is capped, and when you fall, that's not the case. So you can actually end up, like, using that to speed yourself up if you're, like, done trying to get a boost in height. By the way, she flies with her ears as opposed to tails with her his tails. Yeah, Just very to point important. That out. <laughs> also, Cheese flies around and just kind of follows very organically. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I really think like the way cheese moves to like try and keep up and all of that feels very feels very good. Cause he's always he's always where he needs to be when you have to use him, but then he's like kinda lagging behind in a in a cute way otherwise. Yeah, it animates in such a way that he feels like he's not just attached to your character model, which is cool. Yeah. Uh so you can hit the B button to have have Crean point dramatically and cheese will attack whatever enemy is nearby and if you try to point again when cheese is not ready he'll freak out and if you try to point when there are no enemies nearby he'll like look around in a confused way there's a lot of a lot of very good like animation touches that you get to see with cream and cheese because there are twice yeah. as many characters to animate they yeah. also do they do like high fives and stuff yeah, yeah. And they, like, dance together and get pumped for, like, the beginning of a level. Oh, that was something I actually meant to mention before we moved on to the character discussion. Oh, yeah. I wanted yeah. to say that each level of this game starts with a three-second countdown where you're standing, like, next to this machine that just revs your foot up, I guess? A starting gate or something. Well, it's a starting gate, but there's also a thing behind you yeah. that, like, for a real runner, is just a block to make sure that you can push off of something to start. But yeah. in this game, it has, like, a conveyor belt on it, which should just make your foot slip out from under you. I mean, <laughs> that's literally what the dash panels were in, like, the 3D games we were playing, so... Well, yeah, but, like, even then, it's not a wall. Like, a wall with a conveyor belt on it should not speed you up at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would just like to say, when Cream does a trick, uh, the Chow spins, the Chow, like, twirls, and it's the cutest thing in the world, and I love it. Yeah. And when they're, when they're at the starting gate, they high-five before she puts her foot on the, like, little starting block. And then also, every character, like, starts this game running from the beginning. So yeah. you, it, it, again, reinforces the idea of momentum, which I like. Yeah. You can also skip the animation at the beginning of each level with the button press. Oh, I didn't It still gives you the countdown, but it does make it so that if you're having a hard time, like, with a level, you can speed up the amount of time that it takes to restart a little bit. Right. Yeah. Which, which is useful. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, I definitely like being able to skip stuff that you don't need to see again, but it's still being, like, an option. Yeah, you can do that with the credits now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. Which is a cooler intro, because you're over the ocean and whatever. I don't I don't think we've mentioned this. Well, technically not, but... So Cream also acts as, like, a homing attack. And Sonic also has a homing attack, but, like, 
Or did we already talk? Well, Isaiah, Isaiah said that you could point and throw the... Yeah, so, so Cheese will attack an enemy that is nearby almost regardless of how far away the enemy is. Like, pretty much as long as they're on screen, they're in range. So, yeah. so okay. Cream basically has, like, a long-range right. projectile attack. You need, to, you need to be facing the enemy, though. I mean, sure, when she throws a chow, the chow's happy and the enemy dies. But when I do it, my chow cries, or it's scared, <laughs> or it hates me, or it dies early. Or it gets born. Also, also... Uh, no, if you throw a level... chow, that thing is not coming back. No, the egg. If you throw the egg, it gets born. Oh. When you, when you complete a level, uh, Cheese, like, throws confetti around cream. Oh yeah, she is. He's a, he's a real. That cheese is my uh, emotional support animal. I'm pretty sure I've conveyed it, conveyed it at this point. I absolutely love the animations of these two characters. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you try to like use cheese when you've used it too recently, there's like a little cooldown on it. Yeah. Um, I think he just like looks around for a second and like gets confused. That's that's if there are no enemies nearby. Uh. He, well, also, like, like I said, you have to you have to be you have to be facing the enemy that you want to hit. Oh, so, yeah. like, you also yeah you can't use it from like facing the opposite direction. So you have to be careful with stuff that comes up behind you. That's true. What, what does he do if you point it too early? Because I thought uh, that if it was you, the if same. you point it too early, he like freaks out. Does he like wave his hands around? Like, uh, I'll I'll try and trigger it so I can I can remember it specifically. But there just don't happen to be any enemies nearby at this particular level. So rip. Yep. That's that's how it goes. As soon as I'm like, I want this for posterity. It's like no. So, I'm not sure. I I think this game came out before the anime Sonic X came out because Sonic X is like a is like does feature cream in it despite like her not being in the games that it talks about. Yeah, yeah. this is based on Sonic Adventure. I thought that yeah, I thought that was worth noting, but. It's funny because I remember there's like a little beast trivia. Oh, you hear her anime voice actress before you hear her a game one because she doesn't speak until um, Sonic Heroes. But right. Yeah. So th this game was 2002, and the anime came out around 2002 as well. I can only find the Sonic. I can only find the four kids uh, release, not the Japan, Japan one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it did start in 2003, I guess. In yeah. Japan. I don't know. IMDb says it's 2003. But yeah, the chow, the chow just like wails their arms and like has this like uh, exasperated or excited facial expression, which is cool. So Cream the Rabbit has a kind of interesting sort of like concept history because basically she was made for Sonic Heroes, which was being developed like at the same time as this game. But Sega decided to introduce her in this game so that she wasn't in like a big budget 3D Sonic game before people knew who she was. Well, yeah. also, she would be overshadowed by a whole bunch of other characters. Because... Overshadowed the hedgehog. Isaiah, I'm gonna punch you. That's fair. You can't, we can't, I'm making it a rule, we cannot make a shadow pun every time the word shadow is used. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept that rule. Yeah. It's gotta be in reference to shadow, like, it, like the eyeshadow bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, rewind for a second. <laughs> So she, so yeah, she was going to be the only new character introduced in Sonic Heroes, and I, they decided that that was not going to be the best I idea, mean, so they put her in this place. Technically, first. she wouldn't be the only new character introduced, because Omega. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. I forget that he's not just Gamma. And, I mean, that's kind so of the point. So does everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit the point, whether it should be or not. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. 
But I guess that means that it's very clear that he got overshadowed too, right? Yeah. So maybe it's... Yeah. And she also, apparently she was just gonna be a fox like Tails. Like she was gonna be little girl Tails. Thank God. They did not stick with that. Yeah, I much prefer this this rabbit situation. I yeah, same adds here. A unique More animal style. friends. I definitely think, like, you shouldn't just have several of one animal. You should get a bunch of different animals. You know? I'm, f I'm definitely fine with multiple hedgehogs and multiple echidnas. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Uh, multiple hedgehogs because we gotta have duality, and multiple echidnas because we gotta have deep lore. At some point, we'll have multiple cats, but that doesn't really feel like the same thing, even though the characters actually have a lot of parallels. Yeah. And are the same color? That That is one of the parallels, yeah. I like how, in addition to, like, making, um, putting her in this game before Heroes, they're just like, eh, you know what, fuck it, we'll just put her randomly in Sonic Adventure DX while we're at it. Yeah, she does make those little cameos, huh? Yeah, she oh, just kind of, yeah. she just flies around Station Square. The yeah. camera, like, also pans the camera to make pans. sure you see her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in a really weird way, because you can't actually always see her when it pans that way until it's, like, like panning down again. Yeah. But that I think that has more to do with Sonic Adventure being not as as well-hammered <laughs> as it could be. Yeah. So, you might have noticed that um, someone's uh, missing here. Yeah. Is it is it Jamie? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie goes. <laughs> is it uh, Big the Cat? Oh man. So, <laughs> ain't you guys? <laughs> is it is it E one hundred two Gamma? So what's up with Amy Rose not being in this game? I I I don't I honestly don't know. I don't know if there's like a narrative reason like she got kidnapped with Vanilla, but you can't unlock her until you get all the Chaos Emeralds with everybody and beat oh, the game. Oh, she with is that. unlockable. Yeah, yeah, she is in the game. But no no human being is ever going to do that. Like It's like the one character that just can't attack by jumping, you think they'd make her like an early character. Which I guess not, but also Cream can do a spin ball. Amy can't. I don't know what's up with that. I don't wanna harp on that. But Like Amy is the hard mode character, and that's kind of what I like about her. So to a certain extent it makes sense that she has to be unlockable by being very good at the game. But also like Screw that. Like, because of how ridiculous completion of this game is in the first place, like, I don't want to bother. Yeah. It's it's really not worth it. And she's not, like... Like, I feel like the reward you get for beating an entire game that way shouldn't be, like, a harder difficulty. It should be, like, a super mode. Yeah, Which, yeah know, we do can you, do, do that. You get, do you get supersonic in this game? Probably just for the final boss. I'm pretty sure... We're net. We don't get. I don't pretty. I'm pretty sure we don't get like playing a supersonic in game besides a boss until like Sonic Colors. Unless you can do that in Rush, I have no idea. But I'm pretty sure Colors is like the next game in the series to like let you play as supersonic casually. If I remember correctly, you can do supersonic in Rush, but I don't. I'm not. It's been a while. Yeah, but. I, I'm just upset because she's one of my favorite characters, so whatever. But yeah. on a side note, you also unlock the Chow Garden by beating, getting all the Chaos Emeralds with at least one character. So. Oh, there is a Chow Garden. Yeah, they just, they just don't give it to you. They don't let you have fun in this game. That's... I had no idea there was a Chow Garden. I knew about Amy because there's a, there's a Flash version of this game, basically. Like, not <laughs> an official one, but like, you can play this entire game in a browser and there are cheats in it. 
So you can unlock Amy by just entering a cheat code? That's amazing. But there's obviously no child garden because you can't plug your computer into your GameCube very easily. Yeah. Well, that's kind of weird that the child garden needs to be unlocked. Yeah. I don't know. Is it the same? Is it the same as the previous game? No, there's a different mini game. Okay. What's is the it the mini game? game that was with the when you just plug it into your GameCube? No, it's like it's like cheese and I I'm, I I was just that was just at that page. I think it's just cheese and uh, cream like pushing a cart. No, cream is pushing a cart and cheese is bouncing on it, collecting rings at the top. But it's it's whatever I guess. But like it's not like we got to try it out and we we've, we've already covered we've already covered it so it's not like it's that big of a deal. But yeah, it's it's not it's not completely novel, but it is worth mentioning that it is unlockable and it contains a unique mini game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that it's there. I guess. Yeah. I just, it's so weird that you have to unlock it by, like, getting all the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, it's not like you have to break a chow box and boom, you have it, you know? It's yeah. not like yeah. this is a fun game or anything. I think I think even just beating the game normally should, like, if, if you have to unlock this, then beating the game normally should be sufficient for unlocking that, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's my take. So, I, I'm, I can't do this, I'm sorry. We're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about the level structure. Because I don't know how to transition the goddamn thing. That's fine. <laughs> but when you said I can't do this, I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna quit the podcast. No, <laughs> no, I'm not that. I'm not that much of a pansy. That would have happened way earlier if the bad games were gonna be what stopped it. That's true. <laughs> so I can't even remember if we touched upon this, but the levels here are, for the most part, a vast improvement on the uh, Sonic advance one levels where you have more times to go speed there's not like these weird obstacles and all that random crap that plagued the first game we got the rails the level i think we i think we touched upon this in the first advance where we said that the levels were just kind of generic like it's nothing we haven't seen before but these levels are like the exact opposite like oh yeah like just to go to the third level because i think it's the most unique out of all of them a music plan it's like yeah it's like I guess there's a it's like there's like a Rayman level. The first Rayman is just like this. Yeah, that's what I remembered. Like immediately was just playing Rayman. But like you just have these cool instruments. Like the springs are replaced with uh, symbols, and I guess Isaiah thinks they sound like sands, but <laughs> yeah. they don't sound like symbols either. They do not so. sound like symbols. They sound like sands Undertale. Why do you refer to him as sands? I know that like other people do that, but like it's because there, there's it's a just bit a where. There's there's a bit where if a character doesn't have a canonical last name, then the name that you give them is just the name of the game that they're from instead. So so Sonic the Hedgehog is named Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. No, he has a canonical last name. It's the Hedgehog. That is not a, what a last name. No, is. it's that Sonic. Is not Sonic what a last the Hedgehog. Name is. <laughs> yeah, it's Sonic. Sonic no, his the Hedgehog. his name is Sonic the Hedgehog, but his name is Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog now. Well, uh, Tails so, has a last name. Tails is Tails the Fox, but he's also Tails Miles Proud. Yeah, no, Tails is definitely not Tails Sonic the Hedgehog, for sure. But that means that Silver is Silver the Hedgehog Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> so, so like, Mario is Mario Mario, and that's also canonically true as of the movie. But, oh, you know what? There's another thing that the level reminds me of. It reminds me of the, the music stage in uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Also, Mario's name Mario's name would be Mario Super Mario, by the way. Well, okay, people call him Mario Mario for short. 
Just like they call Sora Sora Kingdom Hearts, but with there's no space in the in the title Kingdom Hearts. No, dude, his last name is Xehanort. <laughs> that's that's possible. I get. I also. It seems like it's kind of going in the same, like, level order as Sonic Advance One, where it's like Leaf Forest. Oh, it's a it's a nature level. Hot Crater. Well, it's a bit more extreme than the last level. Music Plant. It's the casino. And then we just yeah. get another ice level. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's just the same order all Sonic games go in. Yeah, I guess. Not like the third. Really. The third stage is always a casino level. That's true, but not, the second not stage always. is not always a fire level. That's, it that's it is a volcano level, and that's kind of unique, because it's like Red Mountain. Marble Garden isn't a casino level. Yeah, it, it's weird. It just it feels more systematic in this this far gone, in this these advanced games. I, I can't use words. You got a better word? I'm going to go punch you in the face, Isaiah. That's fair. Whoa! Get, go to the parking lot. Get out to the parking lot. But, for and the then there's fight. Sky Canyon, which it looks like Angel Island from the map because it's a floating island. Maybe it is Angel Island because that's where you. Yeah, it also levels. looks like it looks like Angel Island from the previous game. It also feels to me like Sky Rail from Sonic Adventure 2 a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm offended by that. Like a little bit. Yeah, because this game's a lot. This level's a lot worse. This that's the worst level in the game by far. Also, this level. Something I need to talk about in this level is you just have this cloud sprite <laughs> Isaiah, at the bottom Isaiah, of the screen. Isaiah, Isaiah. Yeah. This is Charlie's bit. You're right, you're right. All right. <laughs> so I, I was going to, I was like alluding to this earlier, how like in the first, in the first act of this of Sky Canyon, uh, there's like this ramp. And if you don't jump it, you don't get to the next platform. And then if you fall down, you basically have to go through this tedious thing, and then you go through a spring that, and then another spring, and they have another spring that just launches you into a wall. And I get the feeling there's supposed to be like a tornado that lifts you up because that le this level has that, but it's not there, so you always die no matter what you do when you get there. Yeah, is it impossible to get up that? You ha you have to make that jump with the ramp, and then you have to jump immediately after, otherwise you're gonna fall down again. So and I is just... this? Is, is this spring, is this the one with the rings in the shape of an up arrow? Yes. Yeah, so this is where you're supposed to, and this is how I learned about this mechanic, you're supposed to use the trick. You're supposed to press up and R1, and that gives you the boost you need to get up there. Wait, that, give, that boosts you into a tornado, or that boosts you all the way up to the platform? That boosts you into a tornado. Okay, oh that's terrible. That is so. This that is, is the problem. That's worse than like the freaking White Land Two jump in F Zero. <laughs> this where is where I'm just like, oh, I'm supposed to hold down so I can make the jump. Oh, I see. Well, that actually, I think that's that. I don't know. Well, that that's that's me. not as bad as this. I think the right, game yeah. definitely should have forced you to learn this mechanic before it literally led to your death if you didn't know about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to go back to this game. You know what there could be? There could be like a word that flashes on screen. It's like trick with a question mark. And then when you hit the right button, it's like trick with an exclamation point. Yeah. yeah. Like any other game after this. Yeah. Like anything, please. Like anything. Like anything, please. <laughs> is there, is there anything else you want to talk about the levels like design wise? Cause I don't really have anything that interesting to say about them. Just like when you hit this, what the Sky Canyon, it like the game just becomes bad. Like, it's bad. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's an issue a lot of Sonic games have, actually. Like, a lot of 2D Sonic games in particular. But I want to say that I think Techno Time... Tech... Tech... Techno tech Base. Time? Tool uh, Time with Tim Taylor? Uh... Yeah, Handy Manny. 
tool time with Tim the Toolman Taylor. Okay, hold up, hold up. Let me let me see if I can figure out which stage you're talking about. Okay. Charlie already said the actual name. <laughs> Tech time. Techno base. Charlie said it. You did it. A while Isaiah, ago. Isaiah, 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 you did it. You did it. Congratulations. All right, you're getting cut, a punch in the face out. and a cut. No, no, we're keeping it in. I'm in charge now. No, don't, don't do that. I, I laughed so hard. Techno Base, I think, is a lot better than Sky Canyon. There are some confusing things in it, but I think that it does basically the situation that Sonic Pocket Adventure and a lot of other Sonic games have where the last few stages are hard, but not unreasonably so. Yeah. Like, I think it's I think it's the curve that should have happened, where Sky Canyon is this sort of wall that should not have happened. Yeah. And uh, Techno Base has a lot of cool little mechanics, like there are these blocks that when you stand on them, they sort of shoot you somewhere else. Yeah. And I like that. I also like the spikes in this level are just, like, beams of light that look sort of like neon signs. Yeah. And I like the the background of the stage is really cool because it's, a like, a motherboard, basically, with, like, a lot of chips on it. Yeah. It's a very neat-looking level. And does it have a lot of hexagons? The map icon for it has, like, a lot of hexagons that looks cool. There, there are some hexagons in the design. Yeah. There's just a lot of, like, glowing neon bits in general. There's lots of different shapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, game, so bosses. The bosses are really unique in this in this game, in a way that like you don't like fight the boss after the second act like you do in most games. It's just it's it's its own beast, and yeah. you do it while running. So it's kind of like the the Mushroom Hill Zone boss in Sonic Three, and probably another boss that I can't remember for the life of me. There's got to be another one. Yeah, because we I think we mentioned it once. But yeah, you're running, and there's always rings coming at you, so it's not like you're gonna be too doomed after a while. But like, there are ways that just like, if you're not prepared, because the boss will attack faster as you uh, hit them more. Yeah, it's like the last game, where the pattern changes slightly. Yeah, and then the first boss is kind of like a homage to the first Sonic Advance boss, because it's literally just called Egg Hammer Tank Two, but the hammer's a lot more like Tank Two. It's got like a little, it's it's got a very flexible arm that kind of hits you, and it has like another hand which it uses to hold cream hostage, which is nice. Yeah, it's funny that you mention it's like an homage to the to Sonic Advance because it's also an homage to Sonic Pocket Adventure, which has a car, and a lot of the Dimps games have a first boss that's just a car boss with a hammer. Uh, not necessarily with a hammer, but just a car in general. Uh. I think the first one did have a hammer with it, now that I remember. It's just like a Yeah, simple... yeah, it does have a hammer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's there's usually like a car with a hammer, and in some cases there's a, like, a different hammer-based boss that's not in a car, but, like, basically they, in the first three Sonic Advance games and Sonic Pocket Adventure and Sonic 4, they all have this, like, hammer-car-based boss. Yeah. And then there's just a, there's a tank for the next boss... Which you have to hit the you have to hit the cannon before you can actually attack Eggman, which is kind of cool. And yeah. it, it kind of remind it the visually it really reminded me of the combo cannon from Kirby Superstar. Yes, yes, for sure. I don't I don't remember if it had a hand with it. There's there there's a lot of hands in this game. I realize. it's got like a laser that comes down. Yeah. Uh, next boss is like a totem where you have to hop on the platforms to attack Eggman at the top. Or if you're Cream, you can just throw cheese at her cheese at it repeatedly and win although cheese does have a cooldown yeah that boss is very reminiscent of the egg viper that like shoots his platforms at you yeah it reminds me of an 
another boss, but I can't put my finger on it. The second boss from Sonic Pocket Adventure, where you have to hop on platforms to... It the might boss, be. The boss in Death Egg Zone in Sonic 3, where it's a bunch of platforms around a laser. I, I still think there's, like, another one. Not, not, it might not even be a Sonic game. I mean, there's tons of games, like, platforms oh, yeah. that have a boss where you hop on platforms to get to the boss. The, the optional boss in Super Mario World that isn't any of the Koopalings. Oh, the Resnort? No, oh, it Resnort? wasn't that yeah. one. It wasn't that one. Anyway, we don't need to harp on that too much, yeah. I guess. I think this is the one that uh, holds Tails hostage, but just has an arm sticking out of it, so it's just kind of whatever or something. Yeah. No, I think he's tied up or something. Yeah, he's he's like the same way that Cream was, where he's just separate from the Yeah, well, like, the situation. arm is in the artwork which is for the hammer tank, which is why I remember it more. Yeah, it's a weapon that you can yeah. attack with uh, Cream. And then... The ice level has, like, it basically has a, pla a platform that flips that you have to, like, jump on to hit Eggman. Yeah, he's, like, floating in the air with a platform attached. It's not like you have a homing attack that could work on it. Because that would be too easy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. This one was the one I had a lot more trouble on, I think. Yeah, I think that that boss would be fine if the audio cues were better. Because the problem with this game is that it can only load one sound effect at once. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. when it gets too fast, when it's dropping bombs, it's just like... Can't I actually it. think it gets easier when it gets too fast, because then it's, you can find a rhythm. Mm. But because of how delayed the early stage is, I can never get my jump right. Because basically what you have to do is, he drops a bomb like the previous boss did, but these bombs, they have like a much higher hitbox, so you yeah. have to time your jump perfectly, or else you just get hit by the bomb and get pulled to the side of the screen. And luckily this fight... If you're just on the far left side of the screen, you won't take any damage. Mm -hmm. But that gives it this sort of Tail Sky Patrol conundrum where it's too easy and too hard. I absolutely hated this boss. It's awful. The 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 one in the ice level. Yeah. Yeah. This this boss like I needed to take a break after this boss. Yeah, I agree, but I think the next one is much worse. So the next boss it, it's more like the Reznor, Trent Reznor, as uh, Isaiah was describing. <laughs> yeah. Where there's like three things. There's a one with the cockpit where Eggman or Knuckles is. There's a cannon that can be easily destroyed. And there's one with an arm. And the arm is what really gets on my nerves. Like, it'll just kind of like, <laughs> it'll like do a chop or something or just kind of in like release some lightning bolts from it. But like, yeah. if it like hits you, it's not even trying to crush you, but you're on the ground and have rings, you just die from it immediately. And I cannot yeah. take that. And also... Yeah. Like, it's in a spinning motion, and whenever I feel like I'm about to attack the cockpit, it says, oh, no, you hit the base of the arm, so you're taking damage and not hitting Eggman. I'm just like, come on! Yeah, it's really dumb. The only way to beat this boss is with cream and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost got there until it decided to karate chop me on my last life. So Yeah. You also can't just try the boss again. Like, you have to go through the entire zone. Yeah, despite, yeah. like, the map showing, like, two acts on it, you have to do the first act again. Well, you can select the second act, but only if you've already beaten the boss of that zone. It's really dumb. It's really, really dumb. Sky, Sky Canyon is just, like, a worse version of Angel Island from the last game. Yeah, for sure. But. And Angel Island was already not great from the last game, so. And... I mean, we talked about, like, you get the, those special rings to get to the special stage, and it... I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of the special stage, and it looks like a combination of, like, maybe the Sonic Blast stage or the Sonic CD stage. 
special stages. Yeah, I was thinking Sonic Blast myself, but I, I've never played it before, so I, I have no idea how it actually and plays. I really don't feel like looking at a special stage or video demo or whatever, so if you guys want to do that, <laughs> or if you want to just skip to some next element of this game, that's fine too. Because I, I, just... I don't think we need to go into detail about the special stage, because it would just be disingenuous to act as if we played it. Well, also, like, no one is going to play it, like, on a casual playthrough of this game. God, you guys have yeah. to find seven special rings in two acts of, like, seven or of seven stages for four characters. Ugh. To get Amy? To get Amy. You have to do it for every character? Yes. If you want to do it with one, if you want to do it with one character, you get the Chinese Chow Garden, which is nice. But... I thought you just had to beat the game with everyone and then find all seven Chaos Emeralds. I didn't realize everyone had their own Chaos Emeralds. Oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad that uh, Sonic Heroes doesn't do this to you because, ooh boy. That, yeah, that wasn't the case in Sonic Advance 1 either, was it? There was no, only one so. set of Chaos Emeralds. Well, there wasn't, like, any major incentive to do it if you could. Yeah, there's not really, like, a thing that oh, matters. Oh, that's true, that's true. But. Man, you have to beat this. Oh, that is unacceptable. It's pretty, like. <laughs> to get Amy? Like, I, I like Amy now. I didn't before, but, like. Man, that's not worth it that's, at all. That's exactly where I'm at. Like, I would love to unlock Amy in a different game. <laughs> yeah, like Sonic Adventure, where you just have to see her and then, ooh, I get to play as Amy now. Hey. Hey. How does this game look? I think that the aesthetics of this game are for sure the strongest suit. Yeah. For sure. Especially in Music Plant. Yeah, for sure. Music Plant has an amazing palette that is still fairly reminiscent of that Rayman level, but it's super saturated, and I love the background for that area because it's got these, like, colored pillars that sort of look like the tiles on a xylophone or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like... I like just the way every stage looks. Not all of the backgrounds are animated, but more of them are animated than they were sort of in the last game. Yeah. And I like how in Sky Canyon, when I'm falling down to my death and kind of hating everything, I still get to look at the clouds fly by, which is really neat. <laughs> I like how every palette for this game is a little bit different. Like, some of the colors are more saturated, and some of them are more pastel-y, and some of them are, like, like the, uh, Techno Plant. Techno Base. Techno Base, plant. yeah. Techno Base has this really cool, like, extremely dark look, and the background pulses, and it sometimes just goes all dark, and then sometimes it lights up, and all of the stage assets have a similar neon thing. And, like, the springs and spikes for a lot of levels in this game are designed to look different, which is nice. It makes it feel a lot less, like, cut and paste and more, like, produced, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't like the music. The music is not great. The music for the previous game wasn't great either. There were, like, two songs that really spoke to me. And this one, the only song I can even remember is, like, the Ice Stage one. I do like Music Plants Music. But, like, the problem with that is that so many sound effects get in the way that you kind of forget that it's going on back there for more than the first three seconds of each level. I also love how many animations each character has. Oh, yes. yeah. And the tricks only add to that. Yeah, if you've ever looked at sprite sheets for characters in Sonic Advance 2 and 3, like, they're obscene. Yeah. That's why they use them in lots of cool sprite animations and whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys notice this, and maybe this has to do with the trick system, but when you hold up, like, they just do a cool animation, I guess. Oh, like, wow. Cream and cheese get out ice cream, Sonic stretches his arms, and everyone else does yeah, whatever, because can... I didn't play as them. And I thought, oh, is this like a... <laughs> and when Sonic did, I was like, oh, is this a charging up? Like, oh, I guess it's not charging up a run or anything. And I'm just like, why? Because I like... And I mean, this is just me 
this guy guess being a shit poster or whatever i like to look <laughs> up at things as the character yeah. just like oh what's that oh eggman's getting away but no i'm taking out ice cream or i'm look at stretching my legs or whatever I like how you sound offended by this when to me it's like, oh, you can do your idols like on command? That's cool. So I would just like to say Tails' animation is he yawns and then falls asleep while standing up. Yeah, it's like, an, I think you're doing your idol like on command, I think is what it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a different idol. It's the, like, you know, in other games you would have a regular idol and then after a while they'd do something a little bit sassier. And this is, you can you can activate sass. You can activate sass. Yeah, you can activate taking, your sass. Is taking ice cream out sassy? Um, it is for cream. She's no, not a very sassy person. She's what? innocent. What? Hold it. That doesn't. That's like saying, like, is yawning evil? It is for like a nice guy because he's not evil. What? What? Sass applies more for Sonic than it does for any other character. But like. Yeah. Yeah. Going to sleep isn't sassy. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, you know the way freaking. Yeah, guys, Sonic, this podcast Sonic was fun would... and all, but I'm going to go to bed. All right. <laughs> you know how Sonic would, like, get sassy if you waited for, like, 30 seconds in in older Isaiah, games? Isaiah, I get, like, what you're saying. He would, like, he said, would, like look he said, impatiently and I at, quote, the, at the camera. He's not very sassy. Look. This is sass for her. You, okay. <laughs> I'm just watching her eat ice cream and... And Cheese is, like, looking at the ice cream like he wants some. And Cream will, like, turn away to be like, no, you can't have the ice cream. And then Cheese switches sides. And I love it. It is good. It's very good. Did Charlie feel the bit? <laughs> yeah, Charlie. <laughs> is Charlie doing his hold up animation? Char yeah, Charlie held up. <laughs> now he's sleeping. Oh, I'm awake now. Are, are we ready to... Thumbs Rank. up, thumbs down. Sonic Advance 2. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. I'm sorry. I'm a thumbs up. If you can like Sonic, like the first Sonic for just Green Hill Zone, I can definitely accept this game for the first four levels. That's I don't know, fair. man. I, I don't get nearly as much enjoyment out of holding forward and doing well as you do. Because I'm not... I, I'm just not as, like... I don't know. Like, the, the cool stuff happening that I just passively watch doesn't appeal to me the same way i'm sure i'd enjoy this game if i grew up with it or something but i don't think that you like just because you can beat it by holding right doesn't mean that you should oh yeah absolutely but like i feel like a lot of the level design stuff that appeals to you i think for me i don't i don't enjoy it like yeah but you like that shit in sonic adventure 2 it's the same thing i don't think so because there is a lot more active engagement in sonic adventure 2 it's just pressing the A button a lot. You don't really have to turn very much in Sonic Adventure 2. That's why it's good. Something that I feel this game has particularly about halfway through onwards uh, is the feeling of, like, you're not reacting to what's on screen, you're anticipating what's off screen. Yeah. Uh, and that's because you move so fast. I want to reiterate that is not as bad in Techno Base. What you're really talking about is specifically the Sky Canyon level. Sky Canyon definitely has that issue. The snow level kind of has that problem, but not to the same extent. Yeah. I mean, I think the snow level is just a little harder to, like, nail the timing. But, like, Sky Cannon, you do have to know what's coming up. And that level is bad. I'm not going to take that away from you. But I don't think that, <laughs> like, kills the whole game, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it, it, it sort of feels like the amount that you can see on screen and the speed at which you're moving, like, those don't mesh together into a level that you can react to appropriately. 
it would be better if the screen were panned out more, but that doesn't stop like going fast from being fun. I don't know. I don't, I I sort of don't enjoy it innately as much as you do. I mean, I just I don't think it's amazing. I just think that it's definitely like a thumbs up as guess... opposed to like Sonic Chaos. You know, like the again the closest thing to being a thumbs up that is a thumbs down. Like it beats Sonic Chaos. Yeah, I guess I guess my issue is the speed doesn't feel earned. It feels like it's just given to me for the sake of like. Well, now you just get to feel cool for going fast. But because it's given to me, I don't I don't actually feel cool. Yeah, uh, I, I don't care. I just like going fast. <laughs> and that's that, why and I like that's playing fair. Sonic games. Like, that's totally like, I feel fair. like the point of a Sonic game should be to get you to go fast and then punish you for screwing up while you're going fast. Not, like, it shouldn't be that hard to get going fast. And, like, that's fine if you disagree. Like I said, I like the Dips games more. So, like... It's gonna. I think that's gonna become more and more clear as we play more of these. That, like, <laughs> I prefer this style of game because it just looks better. It's like yeah. better to watch. That's why I hate Sonic Adventure because it doesn't look good. And and these games definitely look great. Like yeah. Seriously. Like the animation and like the palette of everything and like all of the articulations for each character. Like it's great. There's a lot of like this this the Game Boy games do this this cool thing that was not possible before on less powerful stuff where uh, sprites can rotate and oh, not yeah, look like really garbage cool. when they rotate. Sonic Advances kind of look like garbage, but this one does a little bit better job with the rotating stuff. Yeah, and and I think that's because it knows when it looks bad and when it doesn't, so it figures, like, it does something else instead of rotate when it would normally look bad. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get the problems with this game. Like, the, the screen is panned in too bad, like the GameCube games. I think that Rush does something a little bit better with that. But we'll get there when we get to rush. Yeah. And I think that like despite that, going fast looks so good in the first four levels <laughs> that the fifth one is just forgivable for me personally. Yeah. But yeah, there are definitely problems here. This is not perfect by far. I still think this is worse than Sonic Pocket Adventure. Mm -hmm. Which is weird because it's their second game after Sonic Pocket Adventure. It's it's very interesting. I do wonder what sort of changed within the sort of within the team that caused that difference. Probably just, I don't know, maybe like pressure from the 3D games? I don't know. I could see that. Because like, Sonic Pocket Adventure is not a particularly fast game. It just like, makes moving right feel good. Yeah. And that's like, I think that's the thing that really speaks to me about these games, is that I, I want to be able to hold right in a Sonic game, just like I want to be able to hold forward in Sonic Adventure. Yeah. In Sonic Adventure 2. And in Sonic Adventure you can't do that, and in Sonic Adventure 2 you can. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess that's the difference, is that, like, I... It's the same as, like, when I play something like Jet Set Radio Future, or, like, a Tony Hawk game, even. Like, I want to always be moving. Mm -hmm. And by, like, by extension, I don't want to have to turn a lot, because that frequently makes it harder to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. So, like... So, so in, uh, in our Sonic Adventure 2 episode, one of them, I was talking about a particular level, I want to say it was White Jungle, where uh, I felt like I was able to move like all the time I was able to go fast for the entire time of that stage and I was able yeah. to do so because I had mastered the stage and that was a very satisfying feeling and I feel like this game doesn't require a, a level of mastery to go fast but it does demand a certain level of mastery in order to like do anything later on in the game well, yeah, there's a slope. Like, it starts easy and then it gets harder. Like, yeah. by the third stage, you have to be able to nail jumps right to, like, keep your speed up. Yeah, and I think, like, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think it does it in a way that's most satisfying to me. 
Which is weird because Sonic Adventure 2 also has all the dash panel stuff. Like, like I think the games are designed in a pretty fundamentally similar way. You just don't mesh with it as well when it's 2D. That that could be. Because like Sonic Adventure 2, like all the time you're getting sent through dash panels and like thrown at the level elements. You know. Yeah. Like you don't, you never spend a lot of time just on the ground running in Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, that's fair. Send you us can find emails. us on Twitter at... <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep in that long, awkward pause followed by two people talking at once. You can find us on Twitter at the No Spin Dash Zone. Sorry, not no the, at No Spin Dash Zone. There's no the in the Twitter handle. There is also a Twitter handle in uh, the Twitch channel, right? Yeah, there is no Twitter handle in the Twitch channel. <laughs> oh, God, oh, no. This podcast needs to end. I'm out of, I'm out of talking. We are no spin that zone on all platforms. Yes. Especially Twitch, where we stream on Wednesdays. Yes. And occasionally in the morning when I decide to. Yeah. That's true. If I'm ever available in the morning, at some point I'll do something like that. I usually just practice, like, Sonic. The yeah. first one, because I want to be able to beat that game someday. <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, you can also find me on Twitter, uh, at ISIAH Games. You can follow me at Draws Charlie, where I draw something every day. Also, Cream has a really cute grinding animation. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, like yeah. cheering. Yeah, she's saying hi to you. Flop around. Yeah, the floppy ears are really what like sells the character. Absolutely. Floppy ears are a key element of Sonic Advance too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good morning. <laughs> We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms, just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.